talk about everything that goes on with Power Rangers, including toys, video games, streaming, comic books, and you know that lovely thing called the TV show, and just everything that goes on in the Morphin Grid. I am one of your hosts, Joel, and with me is... Kevin! And before we get started, um, like we do every episode, we want to encourage our listeners to find a way that you can be a hero out there in the world. Um, whether that's doing things like we brought up before, like Black Lives Matter, which is still an ongoing initiative that still needs support it still needs your eyes it still needs your knowledge um or you know drawing attention to things like you know the um stand against violence in the against the asian pacific islander community like Mm -hmm. that's a lot of things there are different ways that you can help be a hero whether that's donating time or money um beginning to educate yourself is also a great step just any way that you can help do so be a hero out in the world find a way that you can make the world a better place Mm mm-hmm uh with that said we'll kind of jump into the first of many topics that we have today which is going to be just a couple of toy news that have come up um Mm -hmm. there was a uh listing or an announcement made about mighty Morphin power ranger mini mates series one uh which are these little kind of wooden figure plastic wooden type figures uh Mm -hmm. that they'll ship next march uh the wave one will include mighty Morphin power rangers blue ranger pink ranger green ranger and alpha five Mm-hmm. Um, and then was discovered this morning uh, was posted that a 3-0HK Ranger Slayer prototype figure has been seen and displayed at I am assuming the San Diego Comic Con that's currently going on this weekend mm-hmm. um, but what do you think of the toy news that we've seen so far Kevin I mean it's you know there's always something random to find right <laughs> yeah um, I think the mini mates are um they're cute they're not for me but they're cute um i think with the ranger slayer figure it's kind of interesting to see that because it kind of gives us like a hint at what a live action ranger slayer would look like so it's kind of cool um but yeah pick them up pick them up if you're interested yeah yeah for sure uh i'm the mini mates are the thing i might get mostly because it'd be cute to have the little blue ranger um I just, I'm curious who sells those now because I, I don't think I've seen those out in the wild, not since I was working at Toys R Us. Uh, mm-hmm. And since those no longer <laughs> exist, I'm, I'm sure yeah. GameStop will probably carry them. I'm sure, you know, if you can find them at a random Target or something. But yeah, that's, they're cute. Uh, the 3.0 HK figure, like you said, is interesting because it's, it's getting to see that peek at what a, a mm-hmm. like, Ranger Slayer in that style would be. Uh, it's kind of cool. Again, it, you know, it makes sense. Also, we got a Draken net logical thing is to do a ranger slayer um mm-hmm. I, i'm curious how well these sell <laughs> it's, it's kind of yeah. thing. uh but yeah other than that yeah not much more to say on that uh next topic is video games uh mm-hmm. poisandra and the gravesword are now available in battle for the grid season four so if you yep. purchase the season pass or if you're interested in buying them individually you can do so now mm-hmm. uh also released this week but for the app the legacy war apps blaze from beast morphers uh who is an uh, epic rarity is also out mm-hmm. now i mean mm-hmm. if you purchase the current going on pass you will get the psycho silver skin for zane available as well mm-hmm. 
have you gotten a chance to play with Poissandra yet? Because you're the big battle for the nope. grid person of the two of us. <laughs> nope, I haven't. I mean, between work and everything else, I just haven't had a chance to play it much. So, and okay. Pokemon's dominating my life right now, anyway. <laughs> it makes sense. It makes sense. Uh, yeah, I obviously I haven't gotten the season four uh, season pass yet because I typically wait for those to go on sale before I purchase them. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. So I haven't got a chance to play with her yet. Uh, have you seen a Blaze yet on Legacy Wars? Because I've not faced one yet. Um, I'm a little, a little terrified, terrified of that. I haven't yet. Um, I tried doing the premium box with some crystals I had, and I only got like three shards of Blaze. So I bought like three boxes. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess that's good because I, I, I don't ever seem to get the one they advertise whenever I buy one of those. So I've kind of, I'm yeah. at this point just kind of well, sitting on them. <laughs> yeah, well, and the only reason why I got Izzy was because like I... I had a manic moment and I just bought a shit ton of crystals. Yeah. And that's how I got her was by buying a lot of crystals and getting the bonuses from buying her. <laughs> and then I proceeded to do the the warrior boost. And that's why my Izzy is so good. So, cause I paid to win. Yeah. Your Izzy is so good. <laughs> yeah, she is. She's really good. <laughs> Except I won against her. <laughs> that one time. Okay. Okay. <laughs> to be fair, I would just woke up and I was wearing glass. I was not wearing my glasses, so I couldn't see. <laughs> so I still have that screenshot, which like it, it tickles me every time. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, so video game. We'll kind of update more once we get a chance to mm-hmm. interact with Poisandra. But if you're interested, they're out there. Um, you can go spend money on those two things. Uh, mm-hmm. Help support them because I think, I mean, the fact that Legacy Wars is still around is proof that people are supporting it and paying money into it. So, you know, if you're doing mm-hmm. that, we appreciate it. You know, mm-hmm. can't wait to see what more content they're able to bring to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that said, we'll move on. So, YouTube, uh, more Zio episodes have been added. Um, originally, when we posted the, or when we made this note, um, <laughs> It was at episode 25, but now they're up through episode 38 for Zio, uh, in, which is the ranger who came in from the gold. So almost entirely got Zio up, which means pretty soon we'll start diving into Turbo there, um, which is exciting mm-hmm. from the perspective of getting these up on YouTube and having them up for free. Mm-hmm. Um, You're just excited for Diva Talks. I mean, of course. <laughs> uh, I'm excited to have all that, and then we get to Astronomer, which I'm just like, wow. Every time... Uh, but yeah, if you've not, you know, again, if you're upset that they've removed these from Netflix, they are starting to come up here. You know, they have said that they are going to start going in order. And I feel like the fact that they've been getting these up so quickly means it won't be long before we have like Mm -hmm. whatever season you're waiting for. (laughs) Yeah. Pretty much from what I understand, it's been consistent enough that now it's every Friday, like every Friday they're dropping episodes. Okay. That's awesome. So, So, I mean, keep an eye on that, that if you're, if you're looking for more episodes for this, um, so, staying on the topic of the production side for Power Rangers, um, <laughs> in a recent article by Deadline with uh, Entertainment One's Michael Lombardo, um, he discussed the TV plans for Hasbro properties and IPs, and within mm-hmm. this article, it was confirmed that Netflix will be the home for the new Power Rangers universe being shepherded by Jonathan Whistle. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was actually confirmed by Jonathan Itwistle, who was, I, I guess, not told because he was just like, oh, hey, cat's out of the bag. We're at Netflix. Um, mm-hmm. We weren't given a lot more information. Um, I pulled this quote from Michael Lombardo in the actual interview where he says, uh, since we set up Power Rangers with Jonathan, we pitched a really whole world approach. It's not just one show. It is shows followed by films, some kids programming. We have a great writing partner for him. They are off. Knock on wood. Netflix is excited. We're excited. We hope to have news soon. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the thing I'm kind of like I, I'm I keep staring at is his wording with the some kids programming. Like, yeah, like it's a TV show. He's not confirming it's animated or live action. Uh, it's just an interesting kind of non-word he used there that I was just like, hmm, that's fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, we kind of figured Netflix had to have been involved when we saw that they were picking up Dino Fury and especially getting season two. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, this is not surprising. It makes sense. Uh, I don't think there's really much more we can extrapolate on. We can kind of yeah. guess. Uh, I mean, what, what do you, are you excited about this, Kevin? Do you think it's a good idea? I mean, it, I, we've talked about it before. I think streaming is probably the best way for Power Rangers right now. Like, mm-hmm more and more we see families cutting the cord and uh with disney plus shows and like all these other medias like companies have proven that streaming shows can work like obviously netflix has been doing it for almost a decade now um so i think it's a good idea it's a smart idea and mm-hmm. it i think it's gonna be interesting to see how this world is being built and i i do think that we just still need to take time to wait for it and see what happens yeah and i think it's also interesting though like I mean, they they pitched it to them apparently as a whole thing. So I mean, I think we will probably hopefully see kind of multiple iterations of this Power Rangers universe on Netflix. I'll be mm-hmm. curious how long it lasts because Netflix does seem to kind of like burn through properties and kind of then toss them aside. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing. I I I will be curious to see how this all works and how long this lasts. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, also, I think Netflix is kind of hurting for properties because especially since Disney has started doing their original oh, yeah. programming on theirs, I think that's been a big blow to them. <laughs> um, so yeah. I'll be curious to see how much this ramps up. I mean, obviously, right now we have no other knowledge really about this universe other than the fact that Jonathan Entwistle is involved. Um, and then they mentioned the writing partner, which is that one screenwriter that was hired. Um, right. So... Who knows? Until it starts going in production, we won't really have a clear idea of what this is and how this right. is all going to work. Um, but hopefully we'll have more news soon. Yep. Uh, with that said, we will shift gears right now into the comic books. Um, so we're about a week late on this due to us skipping an episode last week. But uh, Power Rangers 13 came out recently. It was written by Ryan Parrott, illustrated by Francesco Mortorino, colored mm-hmm. by Raul Angulo, and lettered by Ed Dukeshire. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is chapter two of the Altarian War. Uh, and uh, I feel like people aren't discussing it. Maybe I have too many people muted. Um, but this issue has a lot of major uh, occurrences, is what we will say <laughs> mm-hmm. at the start. Yeah. Um, so what did you... Let's start off overall thoughts on this issue, Kevin. Yeah. Um, it's very much the... I mean, with storytelling, you have, like, the, the rising action, and this is definitely it um, in a mm-hmm. big way. So the Imper- uh, the Atarians are attacking Earth, and the Rangers are kind of trying to fight as hard as they can, and they're, they're doing their best. And it feels very much like a standard Power Rangers issue. Um, that is until the Imperials arrive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, so it... We finally see the Omega Rangers returning to Earth. You know, they we get to see what happened to them and how they survived, um, thanks to the Master Forge and Yale rescuing them. And really, it's it's a lot happening in the issue, but uh, we see, spoiler alert, at the very end, uh, not only do the Imperials arrive, they destroy Promethea, the Command Center, and Zed's Palace, right? Yes. Back, so, to back, to back. Yep. 
and the Eltarians claim Earth as their own. Uh, yes, uh, because uh, the Power Rangers are forced to flee through the Master Arch because pretty much the Omega Rangers show up in time to save them from utter annihilation. Yep, and Goldar uh, and Finster and everyone else as well. Yes, except for Zay. Uh, well, we. So we think, but so we you think. know that's right. <laughs> Um, yeah. we, we definitely, I have a distinct feeling that character is not off the board, but, um, uh, yeah. yes, it is, it is like you said, the rising action, but holy moly, is it, uh, a lot of things that are, uh, we will say, I guess, longstanding aspects of this kind of era are kind of dealt with <laughs> Yeah, by blowing up. I just, um, it, it definitely feels like Ryan is trying to make, uh, he's trying to state that nothing is sacred and nothing is safe. I think right. by doing this, this, that's kind of his more ulterior motive in showing that like things are going to get messed up. Things are going to get rocked. Um, yeah. my only caution with this, um, is that was also what shattered grid did at the beginning. Uh, yeah. So my, my only fear with this kind of opening salvo, it's really cool. It, it ratchets up, like you said, kind of the tension. My only fear is um, how do you put this back in the box if you are going to? Mm-hmm. My kind of hope is he doesn't. Um, yeah. But I, I I don't know how you fix this in a way that doesn't feel like it robs some of the tension from this scene. Mm-hmm. I, I know that... I. This is a very comic book nerd problem of knowing things ahead of the game and trying to anticipate what the writer is doing. Um, but ultimately, I think I'm excited to see where this is going to go. Um, the big thing I think that makes this issue interesting is, again, those interactions. Um, mm-hmm. You know, from the Omega Rangers getting saved and like being like, oh, fresh air. Oh, gosh, I, I can't believe we're breathing to like them seeing Yale and finding out that Yale can talk. And that they've mm-hmm. just been the only ones who can't understand him or them. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, to even just the seed with like uh, when Goldar, Finster, Babu, and Squat confront Billy, and then Jason comes through the Master Arch and is like, "We have to go," um, and like Goldar's like, "No, we will stand here and fight." And Jason's like, "Great, you can stay here and die. We're not." <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and it, it's just a really great I, again. I, we laud uh we we heap praises upon ryan um because he is really great about doing that in dialogue and being able to get these characters to have voices and interactions that are Mm -hmm. in character but also like very like that progress this like narrative function i'm also i'm really excited uh just to see what what the next bit of this is um Mm -hmm. If you're not following solicitations, or if you are, um, we have hints of what could possibly be happening, but I think what I'm really excited to see once this Eltarian War wraps up is where the characters are left. Yeah. Uh, do we have a team of six Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and four Omega Rangers, or is there going to be some weird mixing and shuffling of characters, um, which I would really love to see happen? Um, <laughs> treat mm-hmm. this like an X-Men book. We can send everyone in different interactions. I'm also excited that uh, Ryan brought back the Master Arch. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Like, that's something that... Because when I read the last issue, like, I was like, how are they going to fix this? What's going to happen? And then they had that. So I'm glad they're not just forgetting that they have these things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the Master Arch is going to be the key to finishing the Altarian War. Yeah. Uh, 
So, um, yeah, I'm. Oh, I, I can't wait. Um, issue fourteen will be next month, along with. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get. I believe at the end of December we will get the first issue of Power Rangers Universe, which I'm also really excited to see. Um, but if you've not been checking out the books, again, we're always encouraging listeners like definitely read these. They're some of the best content we've ever gotten. Um, they may not be for everyone, but I, I really enjoyed them. And I, you know, we can't sing enough of the praises. Um, you know, Ryan's doing a great job with the characters. I think Francesco Mortorino in this issue really shows how much he's grown uh, from, you know, when he started back during Necessary Evil, um, drawing the book, the Go-Go Power Rangers book full time to now. Mm-hmm. Like there is a huge progression that you can see. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. And he's tasked with drawing like monuments exploding and having like multiple or like large groups of Eltarians fighting power rangers like he is tasked with a lot of very difficult uh storytelling things to have to deal with and and just he does a really great job i think it's the artist in this Mm -hmm. um and then as always like raul angulo and colors and and ed dukeshire just doing a great job as well i think overall this comic is really great (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah we will see what happens in the next months. But with that said, we will move on to the TV show and we mm-hmm. get to discuss two episodes. Uh, the first of which is episode 18, Crossed Wires, which was directed by Caroline Bell Booth with story by Alwyn Dale, Becca Barnes, and Guy Langford with the mm-hmm. teleplay by Guy Langford. Mm-hmm. And then episode 19, The Makeover, which was directed by Michael Hurst, story by Becca Barnes and Alwyn Dale and teleplay by Maya Thompson and Guy Langford. Uh, mm-hmm. so episode 18 Crosswires, which is an Izzy focused episode, mm-hmm. uh, and it deals with her, uh, it's really interesting. It's the most mighty Morphin Power Rangers feeling episode. Um, but mm-hmm. Izzy is, um, having to deal with the fact that she's not doing great in an engineering class, I think is what the class is. Um, she's being tasked with like wiring and dealing with how things are worked with wiring. Um, and she's just not able to learn it and she's kind of, uh, not allowing others to help her in this um and she's kind of defeating herself about it and you know this shows up in an assignment that she does and then becomes a problem whenever void knight uh starts to use these new devices which like put people to sleep um i forget Mm -hmm. what the actual goal of that was but uh izzy is now tasked with having to reroute one and stop one herself yep Uh, and it is a really great episode i think for izzy um it's also, I think, it does one of the things I think that Power Rangers sometimes fumbles the ball with, which was Izzy has to solve the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, this isn't a thing where Solon gets to like teleport down and say, say, fix it for her. Izzy is the one that has to be responsible for saving the day and fixing the issue at hand. Yeah. Uh, and I really, I really enjoyed that from this episode. Also, uh, shout out to Fern being in this episode and them having a brief kiss. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm happy that that character is getting to show up again. Uh, this yeah. is now, I think, her fourth or fifth appearance in the series. I think so. Uh, but what did you think of this episode, Kevin? Yeah, um, I thought it was a really fun episode. Uh, I do think it was kind of nice because, you know, Izzy has kind of been shown as a character that, like, she's just naturally good at what she does and sets her mind to. Mm-hmm. But I think it did a really good job of showing that, like, sometimes, you know, things don't come naturally to you and that you have to work for things. Um and it was, a, like you said, it was a fun episode. It was kind of fun seeing the plans because it didn't directly involve the monster of the week, really. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
I think the villains are are more fun when they when they have plans that they come up with that differ from the norm. So like, yes, we've had the standards to put the Rangers to sleep plot episode before, but the way it was done was actually kind of unique, and I thought it was a, it was fun. I enjoyed it. It was a good episode. Izzy episodes are always my favorite in the series, so it is always a good time. Yeah, and I think this also I, you brought up a good point of like how they've shown her be is like such a gifted athlete to then show mm-hmm. her maybe not be great at academia i think is also a nice like character moment for her um i liked too that like ollie at one point was trying to help her um and she kind of brushes it off at first but then she has to have that moment of like i need your help please teach me show me what i need mm-hmm. to do <laughs> yes. and then in, in that last moment ollie is meant to help her and she ends up knocking him out and having to figure it out by herself um mm-hmm. it's just Again, I, I really like when Power Rangers does this thing where the ranger has to solve the issue and they're not given, you know, a um, magical sign from above or told exactly what to do. I think it is a really a good lesson to show kids that like, hey, yes, you will be challenged. But sometimes, you know, if you just take the moment, try to learn, you can kind of persevere over it. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that. Also, yeah. I will shout out to the costume department. Izzy has one of her best outfits at the end of this episode that I really liked. <laughs> um, it also mm-hmm. does confirm that these rangers are in high school, which I don't think any other episode has done. Well, they I think they... Didn't they confirm that it was just Izzy that's in high school, though? Okay, is it just Izzy? Yeah, because um, they came to meet her at the school. Okay. And, like, Ollie, Ollie mentioned something about used, used to having had that class. Okay. Like, it wasn't like okay. him being in that class specifically, but, like, he had taken classes before. Okay. Okay. Interesting. So. Yeah. Because I, when I watched the episode, I was like, huh. Cool. I guess that's our confirmation. But, yeah. Okay. That makes more sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but, nice. Uh, overall, really great episode. I think this one was one I, I, was, I was really pleased with. Um, yeah. We'll move on now to episode 19, The Makeover, um, which is a amelia and zato kind of focus episode kind of sort of mm-hmm. um the plot that they like try to push forward is that there is a papa is a, like has is attracted to a um, museum woman that comes to buzz blast to speak um and they mm-hmm. have a little flirty relationship so amelia tries to set them up on a date and tries to help papa by like giving him a makeover and giving him tips on how to woo this woman uh, mm-hmm. The B plot to that is uh, Void Knight is a monster that has the ability to body swap things. Um, and of course, shenanigan- shenanigans ensue when the Rangers are body swapped. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, pretty standard Power Ranger episode. I will say, <sighs> we got to the line of almost having something really cool happen in the episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> but um, I'm assuming because it would have been difficult to do from a production angle, they were not able to. Um, but what that mm. is, is, yeah, I mean, okay. I don't know. It, yeah. It, so I, the thing we're dancing around is essentially in the course of the episode, Amelia and Zato are body swapped along with Javi and Ollie. Um, mm-hmm. And they do the Power Ranger thing where they dub over the other actor's voice, which I don't totally understand because I mm-hmm. think it would have been fine. We would have understood who was who had they not done that. Yeah. Um, but uh, it becomes like a, they one that happens, they are no longer able to morph or so they think. And the reason is, is they are using the wrong color key for the person who is in control. So Zato in Amelia's body needs to still use the red key. Amelia in Zato's body still needs to use the pink key yada 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 
Um, and so when we get that revelation, there was a moment of thought where I was like, oh, are we going to see Zato in Amelia's body in a female Red Ranger costume? Yeah. And then Amelia in Zato's body in a male Pink Ranger costume, mm-hmm. which would have been amazing. But unfortunately, yeah. that did not happen. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it makes sense, too, given they had to use Sentai footage. But, um, yeah, it would have been nice. It would have been a lot of fun. But it's all good at the end of the day. Yeah, I, I thought overall this was a cute episode. I do think the um, actor playing Paul Paul and the actress playing the museum curator, who I don't remember her name at the time, I thought the two of them were kind of adorable when they were flirting and chatting. Yeah. Um, and it, it was kind of sweet from that regard. Um, I do think, like, uh, Russell and Hunter did a great job playing as the other character in their body. Um <laughs> I like that they did with Amelia and Zato's body is that she keeps trying to figure out how to make the like antennas appear and disappear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which of course, like Amelia would be the one who's like, I'm in an alien's body. I need to figure out how to do the weird alien thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That um, makes sense. It was just, it, overall a cute episode, very standard power ranger, but man, mm-hmm. so close. If they would have done it, it would have been cool. <laughs> yeah. It, it would have, but you know, in the future. Yeah, uh, they, I mean, I, I, I still, I, I really want to commend, like, the Dino Fury team again. I think they've done a really good job with even these two episodes. You know, these are kind of the, like, story of the week, um, random monster things. But they're yeah. really nice, I think, character highlights for, like, Izzy and, again, Zato and Amelia. I think they all do a really great job of highlighting those characters and giving them uh, moments to shine. <laughs> Mm-hmm. which i think you know again we've discussed in other seasons where that's maybe been an issue where like a character gets shuffled to the back because we have to highlight x y and z um i do think yeah. they've done a really great job of like cycling through the different characters and giving each of them a moment yeah um, so overall i really i really want to say I really enjoyed both of these and they did a great job but yeah uh, for sure any other th- any other thoughts on dino fury uh no not really okay Well, I think with that, that's going to wrap up our show for today. Uh, If you're interested in reaching out to us, you can email us at maythepowerpod at Uh, Mm gmail.com. Send us comments, send us critiques, uh, send Mm -hmm. us topic ideas. We're always happy to have those sent to us. Uh, Or if you're interested in coming on as a guest host. Uh, Mm -hmm. If you also want to hit us up on social media, you can tweet at us at maythepowerpod. Mm -hmm. Or you can tweet lead at me at most social media or any social media really at thespis punk where can they find you kevin uh you can find me on twitter at bridge mt3 uh tiktok bridge mt3000 and twitch at bridge mt <laughs> uh and just again you know before we sign off like we do every episode really want to say thank you guys for listening we appreciate every listen we get um thank you guys uh, thank but, you but yep as always May the power protect you.